0: Hello, I am Mark Fishvine, poet with guitar. First want to thank Finn Bell for her amazing voice and presence and inviting me here to do this. I spend most of my life in New York City, but now live in Washington, D.C. I host writer's workshops here and am the host of Planet Poetry 28 on YouTube, a monthly virtual international poetry reading event. I'm part of the Poetry Global Network group in the... Poets React segment. I have five books available on Amazon and will be publishing with Atmosphere Press in the fall of 2021 Reflections in the Time of Trumpius Maximus, 50 poems of uh, political nature which captured the time of those four years. And you can find me on poetwithguitar.com. I have three short tales to share with you all based on things that happened to me and some of the places I've traveled to. The first is called Wolves prefer Puccini. Midnight, we were tourists waiting for the northern lights, said to electrify the black sky with brilliant colors. When wolves began to moan from all directions, souls wailing like the waves in high tide. After an hour, our mood was blue. A diversion due. I loaded a CD in the rental car, turned the knob to the highest volume, playing 50s doo-wop, shooby-doo. Change of attitude. But the wolves went on, so filled with forlorn, like a chorus in a tragic opera. I thought to play an aria from Tosca, and the stars were shining sung by the fabulous Franco Corelli in 1963. The primal scream of man was heard by every stray wolf on the cliffs, a voice of one so in love with life, of one condemned to die. Oh, rapturous echo of fate. Oh, hitting that high sea An eerie Stillness followed, at last we dozed off in our blankets. We were awoken by the wolves. The northern lights had just turned on. It was their gift to shake us from sleep, to see the veils of floating brightness, the sky ablaze with redemption and hope as the wolves all strove for that high note. Along the same theme is what happened to me in the Akavanga Delta in Botswana. I was fortunate to have a Vion safari many years ago. This is called Baboons Prefer Samba. We returned to the camp for afternoon rest. The clouds above Botswana posed in 3D against a faience-colored horizon. I had taken a small traveling guitar and sat on the porch of my tent I started to play some arpeggios and noticed in the nearby trees some baboons had climbed to the branches and were watching me. Soon they grew to more than a hundred in small groups with very serious eyes. It was standing room only. I started to play Bach to calm their nerves. Bach is popular with birds. Not so these baboons. They kind of fidgeted. I played some spiritual songs to their suspicious gazes. They didn't budge. I believe they might have been atheists. I tried a Beatles song or two. No, nothing seemed to work. I thought I'd try some samba, the popular standards, the girl from Ipanema. Within seconds, all their heads began to bop, their shoulders began to swing, The gang leader, an alpha male, stepped towards me, and for a moment I was afraid. He crouched like a linebacker about ten yards away and made a type of barking noise. Ooh! Ooh! I played my collage. They loved it. The branches of the trees were swaying, and the huge bull nodded his head. Everybody, clap your hands. At last I felt it was enough. I raised my voice. Thanks, guys. You've been a great crowd, be well, stay away from the lions, best of luck to you all, and turned towards the tent. A soft mud ball then hit me with some force on my back, as if thrown at me, then another on my pant, and then, like a hailstorm, I shielded myself with the guitar rushing inside, zipping up the entrance. Baboon poop. It took a while to wash it all off. Baboon poop. Later, I complained to our guide. Ah, he laughed, showing his snow-white teeth. The baboon does this when happy. You are like rock star. Every musician needs to find his true audience. Finally, an event that happened to me on a business trip. This is more a poem. The previous work was uh, prose prose as a prose story, this is called Dubai Tale. Dubai, 1998, three days in textile factories, knitting machines, screen print machines, the city so clean any rat would starve among the towers of glass and gardens. Quality control, protocols, one day free, the guys invited me to a final party. We gave the concierge a hundred bucks. He's got some beautiful broads lined up. I lied. I just arranged with a hooker in the bar and ducked into a tourist car my chance to see the roub al at night, perhaps even a sunset before the morning flight. The driver took the highway past pearlescent dunes with road signs for belly dances and camel rides, when out of nowhere thunder boomed and a black cloud pounded hail on all sides. "'Oh, sir, it is many years since such a storm. So rare, how lucky you are,' said my guide, parking the old Mercedes off the roadside as the landscape became muddy and transformed." Where I come from, it often rains, but not so fast. How long does this usually last? The desert is the lover to paradise. One cannot say, was his reply. Ha! I imagine what the guys were feeling, putting on their slacks with empty cheer, after paying for the memory of embracing an Arabian woman as a souvenir. There I could be in the disco noise, drunk, forcing a laugh to be one of the boys as a mirrored ball flashes around the room, then it's my turn to pick and choose. It's like cocaine, a giddy rush, then the meltdown. Because desire is an obsessive sound which at times becomes a roar. I desire 50 women a day, if not more. But the fuck like that? What's there to gain? Then came second thoughts, perhaps the pelting rain which purified the dry desert of longing. Oh, to be beside a strange woman, sharing nakedness, listening to moans with rehearsed sighs, sucking me of my wildness, of pride, putting that piece of rubber around my cock as I hold myself back, thrusting without stop. What are these lovelies who traffic in skin? Objects of contempt and dominance, cursed by men as they achieve their climax. It is never enough. The thrill dies fast. I resigned to be cheated of enchantment as the windshield filled with streams of tears. My host offered his tourist entertainment, a cassette of evening calls to prayer. You plan, and you plan, and your plans go awry. The desert is the lover to paradise, (laughs) I sighed. No sunset, no constellations, a wall of clouds, a waterfall leaning on the monotone ground. Patiently, the downpour slowed, turned gray and withdrew. Water seeped into the land, disappearing shadows left on desert sand as a shoreline from the ocean waves. I'll watch the sunset here, I told my host, and smiled, but thanks, no neon show. He gave a shrug and went off to smoke. Just then, a copper sun released a glow, unfurling a dense mist of bright beams I left the car and walked far to be alone as moisture levitated in a foggy stream of silver dust into the distant horizon. The stage was set. Rainbows appeared in waves of floating hues swirling around me in finely combed manes of silken hair. I was embraced in an exotic ecstasy of floating prism rays undulating, flashing through me, penetrating my skin as the desert goddess, after her bathing, took me to her nightbed to be ravished. How could it be, this gift, this sea of rainbow, the smell of the desert, of lust, of femininity, this feeling of completion in my bones, being so embraced by the earth and sky. Stars became crystallized, spread like a veil, and the moon signaled our fare is done. Later at the bar, the guys were posting tales, and when asked, I said, I had some fun. Thank you very much. I'm Mark Fischbein, mark at poetwithguitar.com.